Welcome to the Grace Church Podcast, the audio ministry of Grace Church International. Today's sermon, The Power That God Has Given the Church, is based on the scripture Matthew 16, verses 13 through 19, which reads, When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And now, today's message. Jesus is now inquiring about the opinions that others are, are having of him and asking them, asking his disciples this question, who do men say that I am? So they answered, some say, says that you are John the Baptist and some say you are Elijah. Some say you are Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Jesus then begins to ask them, who do you say that I am? Amen. It's interesting because certainly he knew them intimately. He had a relationship with them and they were those who had walked closely with our Lord and they witnessed him healing the sick and they witnessed the, uh, the sick being raised and they witnessed the dead being raised. They witnessed Jesus giving sight to the blind and they were with him when he cast out demons and devils and they were with him when he raised the widow woman, a widow of Nain's dead son and they witnessed the miracle of the wilderness when he fed 5,000 men, not including the women and the children. And when he healed Peter's mother-in-law and delivered a woman from her shame after she had been dealing with an issue of blood for 12 long years. So now Peter stands up and says in the midst of them, I know who you are. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. But Peter did not know that day, Dr. May, that he had tapped into a revelation from God. His answer is short, but it's full of truth and it is full of power. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus confirms with Peter, you got it, Peter. I am the Christ and flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And then he says something interesting to, um, to, to, to Peter. He says, upon this rock, I will build my church. Secondly, he says, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Thirdly, he says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom or the keys of he kingdom of heaven. And, and then fourthly, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in, in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So Jesus gives Peter now this four-part um, uh, thing that I, I want to just lift up to us today. As we are winning at spiritual warfare, I want us to understand the power that God has given the church. Amen? The power that re resides in each and every one of us because we are the church. Would you look down your row and say, we are the church. Amen? 
We are the ecclesia, the called out ones. We are the body of Christ. And no one individual is the body of Christ or the church by themselves, but we are the church together because of because God has drawn us together from the north, the south, the east, and the west, young and old, black and white, Hispanic, come on, from all over the diaspora, where God has drawn us together. And it's interesting how God will, will knit a group of people together and call them together and call them his church call him his called out ones believers baptized sanctified come on somebody we are the church of Jesus Christ and if we're going to do spiritual warfare and we got to know we got to know who we are touch your neighbor and say it's important that we know who we are in this season it's important that we know who we are. And so I want to just lift up four things that I believe will help us this week as we are considering what it means to win at spiritual warfare, as, it as we consider what it means to be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, as, it as we consider what it means to be a victorious believer. Amen? What it means to be a victorious believer. Jesus says to, um, uh, uh, to Peter, after Peter proclaims, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, Jesus begins to say to Peter, he says, you're right, Peter. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. The first thing I want us to know as a baptized believer, as, a, as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, is that the church is covered. Such a neighbor say the church is covered. Somebody needs to know God's got you. Somebody needs to know that God's got your back. Come on, somebody. He says, upon this rock, Peter, in other words, I'm going to use you to build my church. This was not an individual revelation. He is talking to Peter as a representation of the church. This is a corporate revelation. This is not a private revelation or a private interpretation. Peter is in no way taking the place of Jesus Christ, but he, because he, he helps him to understand for Christ is the head of the church. Christ is the ruler of the church. The chief cornerstone the stone which was once rejected has now become the chief cornerstone and this is the stone in which the church is built on. He helps us to understand that the church is built on a sure foundation. And what you and I need to know is, uh, uh, what, we need, what we need to know is no matter what is going on in our lives, because we are part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are built on a sure foundation. Now, that doesn't mean anything to you unless you're looking at all the stuff. I don't know about y'all, but I can't watch CNN too long. I can't watch MSNBC, and God knows I can't watch Fox News too long without wondering, Lord, what is happening? What is really going on? Are we living in some alternate universe or something? But every now and then, I need to be reminded of whose I am. I need to be reminded that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is built on a sure foundation. He says, upon this rock, I will build my church. What we need to understand is that the church doesn't belong to us. We are members of the church. It's ours as pastors by stewardship. It's not ours by ownership. It's yours by membership. But what we need to understand is the ownership belongs to Jesus. 
Come on, he says, upon this rock I will build my church. And, what, and, and it's interesting to me because it, it, he's talking to Peter, and if you understand, Peter's name means Petra. That word in the Greek is the word Petra, and it means little rock. Little rock. But he says to Peter, upon this Petros, big rock, that's who I am. Peter, you're the little rock, but I'm the big rock. In other words, like a good architecture, you don't put little rocks on top of little rocks. You put a little rock on top of a big rock. Come on, somebody. So he's saying to Peter, you are the little rock. You get the revelation. You're the, you're the revelation that the church, uh, the, but I'm the revelation that the church is built on because I am a sure and strong foundation. And that foundation is Jesus Christ. And so we are now living stones. We are lively stones, all of us to put together, now build up the house of God. But we're built on a firm foundation. Somebody say we got a firm foundation. The church is covered because of who it belongs to. It belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's so interesting to me when I think about I was talking to my daughter Ariel. We were riding in this morning and um, she was driving and we were just talking and she and Ariel has been um, uh, she has been um, hired by her, her professor at Spelman College, um, Dr. Kevin Johnson, is Catholic, and he runs the Catholic Mass at St. Gabriel Catholic Church. And through the summer, he has been hiring some of the girls in the, the uh, Spelman College Glee Club to sing uh, in the Catholic Mass. And so as we were going, as we were coming this morning, I was asking Ariel, how's her experience been this summer? Because she's been mainly, some of you all have been asking, where's Ariel? I haven't seen Ariel. And um, so she said, when we go back to 8 o'clock service, she'll be at 8 o'clock service every week. And then she got to go uh, work at 11 o'clock. Amen. And so she's been, she's got, you know, she's a college student. She's trying to make it happen. And so she's been experiencing this, the Catholic church. And we were talking about it on our way in. And she said something to me this morning that kind of pricked me and kind of helped me understand what God was saying here even as I was preparing our message. And she said, Mom, what I'm it, what, what's really interesting to me is I'm seeing how big the church really is. Come on, somebody. Because, see, sometimes when you stay in your own little microcosm and you stay in your own little, you know, just us four and no more. Come on, somebody. That's why every now and then you ought to go and visit some other traditions. You ought to be a part of what some other traditions are doing. Everybody don't do it like we do it. But there's still the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Everybody don't look like we look. Everybody not going to say it the way we say it. Come on, we have our own persuasion. We have our own way of doing things. But isn't it wonderful to know that we serve a big God that can handle all of the ways that we worship, can handle? Come on, somebody. All of the ways that we experience this God. Come on, somebody. Somebody say, upon this rock, I'll build my church. Jesus said, upon this rock, I 
will build my church. And the church has gone through, through ages, and the church has gone through years. The church has gone through ups and downs. Come on, somebody. But the church is still standing. Come on, somebody. The church has gone through persecution, but the church is still standing. The church has gone through many iterations, but the church is still standing. Is there anybody that's glad to be a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ? See, this ain't no popular message today because many of us, uh, uh, now we're living in such a society where people are saying the church is irrelevant. We don't need the church. Why do you have to go to church? But I don't know about y'all. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm happy glad that I was raised in church. I'm happy glad that I that I, I came up through church, that I learned God in church. I, I, I'm happy that even when I fell in sin, I still had a church that I can come to. Come on. And get down on the altar like they did in the old church that I grew up in and cry out, Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, whether shall I go? Touch your neighbor and say, I'm glad I got a church to come to. I'm glad. I'm glad to be a part of the ecclesia, the called out ones, and we are built on a sure foundation. He says, upon this rock, Peter, I will build my church. The church is built on a sure foundation. Secondly, he says, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The church is covered. Here's the second thing. The church is victorious. And this, 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 see, if you're connected to the church, I need you to know that no matter what's going on in your life, you are already victorious. Because those that are connected, he said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church is victorious. And I don't know who needs to know it today, but God is giving us another level of victory this year. Come on now, Bishop has been preaching. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers of darkness and wickedness and high places. But he told us last week to keep on wrestling and told us to wrestle the whole match and gave us some tips on how we can defeat the enemy. But what I'm glad to know is before I went into the battle, God had already declared that I was victorious. Because the weapons of our warfare, come on now, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You need to know, Jesus said, even though the gates of hell may rise up in the midst of us, it will not prevail. Now you got to understand, when for something to, to prevail means that it's got to overtake you, it's got to take you out. Come on now. For something to prevail means that it becomes Lord in your life and you become subject to it. But Jesus already promised us that the gates of hell would not prevail against the victorious church of Jesus Christ. Touch somebody around you and tell them you're already a victor. Come on. Come on, you're already victorious. Touch three people and prophesy victory over their life right now. Come on, touch them and tell them you already got victory. See, when you, listen, when you go into a, 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 a test or you go into a battle, some of you all, we, we pray for our, our, our children that are going back to school. We just pray for our college students that are going back. Can I tell you something? You have a different level of confidence when you sit down for a test and you already know you passed it. 
When you know your stuff, come on now. Touch your neighbor and say, I know my stuff. Come on. Come on, come on. Come on, touch your neighbor and say, I know my stuff. Come on. I done touched, I done, I, it's been tested. It's been tried. Come on. I've been through the fire. I've been through the flood. Come on. I've been up. I've been down. I've been almost level to the ground, but I'm still here, baby. Come on now. Come on now. Touch your neighbor and say, I'm still here. I'm still here. No matter what the enemy threw my way, I still got a praise. Come on. No matter what the enemy threw my way, I still entered into his gates with thanksgiving. And I entered into his courts with praise. I'm thankful this morning. Come on. And I came to bless his name. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor. <laughs> Come on. Look at me real good. Come on. But touch your neighbor again and say, I don't look like what I've been through. Because I'm already victorious. Come on. See, when you know that you already won, you go into the battle with a different level of confidence. When you go into, when you go into, when you already know that you have won, you go in with a different level of confidence. Jesus said, the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. That's good news right there. Come on, touch somebody and say, that's good news. He said, he said, the gates of hell will not prevail, meaning that you have already gotten the victory. So what you worried about? What you frustrated about? Why are you fearful? Come on now. You already got the victory. Number one, the church is covered. And secondly, the church is victorious. Then he says, thirdly, he says, and I will give you what? The keys of the kingdom. Third thing, the church has access. See, keys represent, come on somebody, access. So, you know, this week we were in, um, we were in Washington, D.C. on vacation, and we were staying at a particular hotel there, and, um, um, and we were, when we got there, there, um, the, the man gave Bishop Alvarado and I our keys. And because um, uh, we are part of the Marriott Vacation Club, we were staying at a Marriott property, and because of our status, I'm going somewhere, with Marriott, they gave us a different kind of key. Come on, somebody. Then just the average person that, was just, that wasn't a part of the club. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. So because we were a part of the club, there was a particular, uh, um, there is a, uh, what they called a, um, um, it was a club level room where we could go in anytime we wanted, and there were things in the room that we could just get. There was food in there, come on. There was, there was, we didn't have any, but there was good old alcohol in there, all kinds. It was all kinds. It was just laid out for us, you know. We could have just done whatever we wanted to do. You get what I'm saying? It was, it was accident. But, but we didn't have, some other people got a key. But we got access. Y'all ain't, I'm, I'm trying to help y'all get, I'm, you're going to get this at about 3 o'clock in the morning. Because we were members of the club. Because we had paid a particular dues. Oh, y'all ain't said nothing to me. 
And because we have been members of like 20-something years, they were like, we want to thank y'all for all the years y'all been members of this club. Here is your key. And with this key, it's not just a key to your room where you're going to stay, but you can go on up to another level. There's another floor up above where you are. That's, you got a particular level of access. I'm trying to help you understand something. This is what Jesus was saying to the church. He said, I'm going to give you not just any kind of key, not just any ordinary key. I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. Come on now. And you got access. I wish you just touch three people around you where doors look like it's been closed all around them and prophesy access. Come on, come on, touch somebody. You ought to just push on the door right now. You know what? Listen. Now, listen, let me tell you. I, and the kind of key that they gave us, it wasn't a key that we had to fight to unlock the door. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. We didn't have to put it in and turn it any other kind of way. All we had to do was lay the key up on the little sensor. And as soon, come on now, as the key hit the sensor, the door opened. Come on now. That's what your prayer life going to do in this season. When you go down on your knees, when you start praying, that key is going to hit the door. Come on now. And the door is going to just open. And everything that God said is yours. Touch your neighbor. Say neighbor. Come on, say neighbor. God's giving you access in this season. Ask him, what do you need from the Lord right now? Touch your neighbor. Say neighbor. Peace is yours. Come on. Joy is yours. Wisdom belongs to you. Come on. The joy of the Lord. Full of glory. Touch your neighbor. Say, I got access in this. You see, see, when he said, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom, meaning I'm going to give you access, access to nations and governments, access to speak to, to the community. Come on now. Access. See, this is a great hour for the church and we must rise and take our place. We got to take our place in business, in education, in government, in media, in arts. Come on, somebody. In entertainment. I sense prophetically that God is opening up new doors of opportunity for Grace Church International and everybody that's connected. Come on now. God's getting ready to give us another level of access in this season. You ought to open up your mouth and pull it down from the heavenlies right now. Come on, come on. See, see, when you get access, when you get access, that means you got permission to be there. You got access. That means you got permission to be there. And listen, not only do you have permission to be there, everything that's in the room when you get there is yours. everything that you need to be who God called you to be. I'm trying to help somebody because some of us are st stepping back and, and holding our head down and, and acting like we don't know who we are, but you ought to go into work tomorrow with a different attitude. Go in with your head up and when they say, yeah, I'm getting ready to give you a promotion, say, yeah, that's mine. 
I'm prophesying to you, Aaron Ball, that that thing, that raise that has been held up, the Lord says this week, get ready. God's getting ready to loose it right now. God's got your name right now at the top of the heap. Come on. The people that are making the decisions about your raise, your next raise has already decided what they're going to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm decreeing it right now. God's going to release it right now. It's coming to you in this season because of your, your, your access, because, of your, because you are part of the community, because of your faithfulness, and because you are a faithful tither and sower in this, in this vineyard. Access. God's giving you access. Access not just me, does not just mean that you're going to get stuff. But access means God's going to give you influence. I'm trying to help you understand something, church. We got to take our rightful place. We got, this is why, let me help you understand something, Grace Church International. Steward your social media presence with, with, with prudence. Don't be on social media with stupid stuff. Because when you speak, you are a part of the church of Jesus Christ. You are a part of Grace Church International. When we speak, we ought to be able to decree a thing and it happens. So you ain't got time to be flabbergasting about nothing. Steward what you say. Steward your influence. You can't be at everything. You can't be a part of everything. Come on, somebody. Because God has given you a particular level of influence in this season because he says, I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. I'm giving you influence. Access means that, you, that what belongs to you is you, you got approval to be there. You got a right to be there. But he's also giving you influence. He's giving you influence in this season. And then he says, I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. I'm giving you access. Then what, what, what does he say? Number four, I'm getting ready to let you go. And whatever you bind on earth, this is why you got to be careful how you use your, your influence. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound where? And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Not, not only has he given us access, here's the last thing. He's given us authority. <laughs> He's given us authority. Would you got to understand as a, as, as, as a woman of God, as a man of God, as a child of God, as a member of the body of Christ, as a part of the ecclesia, the called out ones, God is giving us authority. A church that has Christ as its foundation has authority to activate things in the earth. Not only to activate it, but when we activate it, we got the backing of heaven. It's, it's as if God is sitting in heaven waiting on you and I to speak. <laughs> it's as if God is sitting on his, on his heavenly footstool just waiting. And he says, whatever they say, I'm going to back it up. Whatever you bind on earth, heaven going to get in agreement. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And whatever you loose on earth, heaven will get in, in agreement. God wants the church to have authority so that we can speak to nations, speak to kings, speak to states and governments, speak to cities and regions and countries, and nations will listen and obey. God says when our foundation is right and when our foundation is set on Jesus Christ, when our relationship is with him, he'll cause us to walk in that kind of power and authority. 
I'll cause you to be, he said, I'll cause you to be courageous and bold and strong in word and deed. When he gives you access, he doesn't just give you access, but he gives you authority. Because you named the name of Jesus Christ. Okay? So, so I have access to Jonathan Alvarado's things. But I also have authority to use his name. Because of the relationship. You get what I'm saying? So when you have relationship, you have authority to speak a thing because of the relationship with him. I give you access, he says, to spiritual things, but then I give you authority to speak it. And heaven, get in line with it. I give you access to natural things, and I give you authority to things. Authority to heal the brokenhearted. Authority to set the captive free. Come on, somebody. Authority to have the ability to withstand the fiery darts of the wicked one. God has put us, Grace Church International, in a community. And he's causing us now to rise up and activate and motivate the community. Causing us to have a voice in the community to change the environment. See, when you get in authority, you got the authority to change the environment of wherever you go. The environment to improve the community. Environment to improve the world. And whatever we bind on earth, play softly. Heaven will back it up. And whatever we loose on earth, heaven gets in agreement. I wonder, can we bind some stuff right now? I don't want to just preach to you and I don't want you to just get excited and this is not an exercise in futility but I believe we've been in spiritual warfare and now it's time for us to use our authority it's time for us to use our access come on somebody it's time God has given us the keys to the kingdom so now I need you on your road to begin to bind whatever it is you need to bind right now injustice and hatred we need to bind up racism spiritual wickedness is in high places and in the United States of America you don't get any higher than the seat of the president and when you have the top leader in your country spewing out racism it's time for the church to bind up racism it right now. Come on, come on church. Let's bind it up. Come on. Injustice. Come on. Injustice, hatred, racism, poverty, police brutality, hunger, famine, sickness. Come on, come on. Let's bind it up. We got to bind it up. Because when we bind it, heaven gets in agreement. It's not just enough to bind it, but now we got to lose some stuff in this place. We got to lose justice and love. Come on. And brotherly respect, civility. Come on, somebody. Health and wealth and satisfaction and abundance. We got we to gotta lose safety in our streets. Come on. We got to lose it now. Peace and joy and righteousness, righteousness in the Holy Ghost. Somebody loose it right now. Put it in the atmosphere. What is it that you need God to do in your, in 
your home, in your community, on your job, in the church, in the world. Come on. He's given us authority. He's given us access. We are victorious. And we are covered. We are covered. We are victorious. He's given us access and authority. And because we are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have the ability to speak a thing and see it come to pass. We have the ability and the authority. He's given it to us now. Thank you for listening to today's message. The Grace Church podcast is made possible by the generous support of people like you. Please consider a donation or monthly contribution which will go towards our ongoing mission of reaching and equipping people through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Directions on how to do that are in the podcast description. Thank you and God bless you in advance. For more information about what God is doing in the life of our church, visit our website at www.gracechurchintl.org. Likewise, download the GCI app, which is available for iPhone and Android devices. You can also find us on social media. Links to our YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram are in the podcast description. Well, our time is up. We thank you for yours. So until next time, God bless. Thank you.